Hey everybody, welcome to the 35th episode of Vigi Game Apocalypse. The show is now as old as I am. In other news, I'm fucking old. Yes, uh, 35 is fucking old. It is, it is. I'm, I'm halfway to retirement. My name is Michael Rapaz. As always, I'm the host of Vigi Game Apocalypse. With me here in the kitchen studio are... I'm Christopher. And joining us once again... Anne. Lewis. <laughs> I can't just say my first it name. It was weird it's to so just terrible. shout one syllable. Yeah. Chris. And Christopher Antista. Mm-hmm. Tyler Wilde would be joining us, but he has a tummy ache. He has diarrhea. No, Everybody pray for him. Not. Pray He's for Tyler. And we totally need him for this conversation. So I hope he hears some stuff. Uh-huh. And like gets in, outraged. And well, in between and... Eve Online, he'll come outside and maybe play it. Like, join the show for just a little bit. Just to talk maybe. about maybe. news in the. So, well, oh, this, we're well, going to need him in the second half. Are we? Oh yeah, I guess we are. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he'll. Maybe crawl he'll out feel of bed. better. What about this topic? This nah. topic, uh, we don't. Maybe we don't need him for because it's very console focused. But how do we jump off to this though? Uh, that's an excellent question. Yeah. Um, well, you you came up with this topic, and yeah. it's it's one off consoles. Basically, yeah. uh, we we hashed this out for a little bit, and the idea that you had was you wanted to take a look at. Mostly larger media companies or tech companies who had came some, up with the brilliant idea to jump into the console yeah, space. They had some minor success in the video game landscape, like yeah. fucking JVC bought the Star Wars license and then all of a sudden thought they could make a console with Sega. But it was still a Sega console, so that doesn't count. We're talking about, uh, we're talking about, you're talking about huge the Sega corporate, Pico, right? Yeah, well, no, <laughs> there was that JVC Sega CD. Um, uh, was Genesis that the, model. The CDX? Yes, it was. I saw one of those on sale at the Penny Arcade Expo yes. for two hundred uh, bucks. I would at this point. That's kind of all I want to buy. I want my house littered in all these awful consoles I could never yeah. afford. I need Your house to get, like, is already a littered in everything else. All right, all right. Good point. <laughs> Fair point. Nice to have a little bit of levity in the show. But yeah, <laughs> I, I was I was really tempted to buy it. Like two hundred bucks mm-hmm. for a CDX that would have cost like six thousand dollars. Back in uh, 1990X or whenever the hell it came out. Can I plug my Nomad into it? Probably. Probably. Michael, right. Just jam you... it into the cartridge and, slot. And you would what would it... you ever do with a CDX other than just have it? Exactly. Play Panic, Mad Dog McCree. Yeah. Well, I could, I'd hook it up to my TV after spending a long time collecting and buying all of the, <laughs> all the, cables. the AC adapters and components. Yes. And then turn it on once. <laughs> uh, play maybe... Chuck on or some other dumb game <laughs> and then never touch it again but just never always tell again. myself I might and so I should leave it there he'd drape himself in RF switches like yes. around his neck like a Vietnam kill and pray to my god of technology <laughs> you're welcome everybody I mentioned the RF switch it's probably yeah. very important all these uh this is like this. Some of this predates composite cables, or at yeah. least the standard of composite cables. Some of these cables. things predate when many of you were born. Mm. So this should be a real education for some of you. So these are big companies that have had success in, yep. in the video game industry and decide, you know what, I'm not going to fork over any more of these residuals to Nintendo yeah. and your Segas. I'm going to make my own Nintendo and, and Sega. I'm going to make my own Nintendo. And this is inspired by... and I. You made me want to clarify this when we talked about it by the Steam OS announcement this week. And ah, they, yes. The Steam Machine announcement that happened last week. And it, it not that I think Steam is one of these... I'm very excited about Steam, uh, like Steam everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's very rare in this day and age to think of someone launching a new console, which might be what this is. Yeah, well, kind of. It's, it's, it's more like launching a new type of PC. Sort of. And more, more like... Exactly what they're saying it is. A connection to your living room. Mm-hmm. And probably a low-priced one. Sure. Which, 
that's what it doesn't share in common with many of these things. A low <laughs> price. These are one-shot oh, consoles yeah. from monolithic companies who, not saying should have known better, but certainly know better now. Yeah. All right, let's get started. Mm. Number five. One thing was sure. In the field of home entertainment, the picture and sound quality of the Laserdisc had come to be recognized as the best. Yep. Time to relax? Pioneer didn't think so, because you see, the potential of this was astounding, and they knew it was only a start. Yeah! Life is moving faster these days. We take on more information. We ask more questions. And in an interactive world, we control the level of experience. That is, of course, the Arrested Development from Pioneer. <laughs> I like, but that's... This one console th- lasted less than a year. Yes. Part of what I, what I like Why about... Why isn't this number one? <laughs> uh, I, I, I sort of want it to be number one. It's just the biggest anomaly. I forgot that, like... Do you guys remember the form, the HD format wars of the uh, 08s and 09s? Oh, yeah. The HD DVD. That was Toshiba fighting to be the king of the format. That, and that was Sony trying to Sony and Toshiba trying to fight to, over the new HD disc format wars. Uh, that certain companies could pioneer this format, and I totally forgot Pioneer made the laser disc. Pioneer. Wait, have we said what this? It's the it's Pioneer, the Pioneer laser, laser Active. active. Yeah. Yes, yes. Debuted at a, a cost of nine hundred and seventy U.S. dollars. <laughs> like laser disc based games, and what they basically did with almost all the games. Uh, look at these graphics and impressive visuals. I wanted to grab so many clips. It's a 30-minute video that I think oh came my God. with your LaserDisc subscription or some shit. Uh, and exulting, extolling the, the virtues of everything LaserDisc can do for you. And what these games boiled down to were pre-rendered visuals that they then put 16-bit graphics on top of. So it would look like this giant CG roller coaster. But mm-hmm. you would kind of be navigating between four or five frames of animation with a micromachine wow. pasted on top of it. That's what the games amounted to. The, the only thing that I really knew about Laser Active was like a brief write-up that EGM mm-hmm. did in like 1993, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just, just talking about it. And it just seems so fantastically expensive. Like, this is a console only for rich people. Mm-hmm. You won't even see it advertised in any gaming press publications because it's just too expensive for the likes of you. But then, well, one of the things, the themes of this is... Um, Most of these were... Mm. Ridiculous. Most of the consoles ridiculously were priced. Ridiculously expensive. And a, a lot of it was hyper ambition over the like the money in consoles. If you're listening, this is why the Steam thing is good news. Is never in the hardware; it's in the software. Mm-hmm. Having people publish software for you, and you collect fees from that every time. So everybody wanted to be the king of the hill in, ter- in terms of the hardware market, only to get software licensing fees. So, it, but it seemed like open season. It was the wild west. So anybody who had a foot in an electronics company had a stake to claim. Yeah. And uh, Pioneer was definitely not different. And, but what, what also happened is a lot of these electronic companies were Japanese, as were many of the game makers. So almost all of these are in conjunction with a Japanese um, Japanese hardware manufacturer convincing an American company, like, you need to partner with us. We need the, some of this Nintendo money. And one of the things was, in this case, that the Laserdisc did take off in Japan. It was definitely a popular item in Japan. Laserdisc, I think, equates now to like fifty dollars a movie, technically, wow. and like they they still, due to their size and format, they they were kind of the highest quality up I, to, to up until the Blu-ray release of Star Wars. The Laserdisc had the superior quality Star Wars. It had that exclusive. Laserdiscs were like 480p, right? Like they didn't go above that. See, that's what I'm not really sure of. I think maybe that maybe that has to do with. 
I don't think they came about in a time of component cables. I think they were tech. Like you could store that data on the disc. I think that was back when you'd like use an S video cable. Mm-hmm. An S video. God forbid you don't have a stereo lying around to plug ah. the sound into. Otherwise, you hear nothing. <laughs> S video cable. The last thing I plugged in with an S video cable was my Saturn. Wow. Which yeah, I was. Did serious. it make a difference? Did it, it give you better graphics? Uh, yeah. More that, clarity. It. You know, it really makes me want to. And make those jagged-ass polygons look any crisper. Both bend over and pray to the HDMI cable, because it was supposed to be your one-cable solution, the one that didn't have like an analog like an analog signal, a full one-step digital signal. But every S-Video cable I always had, like, you remember the S, they had like six pins in them? Mm-hmm. One of those pins would always fuck up. Oh, yeah. And create giant, like, huge... Oh, now I don't have any blue. It was like printer cable. I don't have any blue now. Great. I don't have any blue in my... This is... This is Blue Stinger for the Dreamcast. I don't, I don't have any blue. This is unacceptable. <laughs> How do you not have blue and Blue Stinger? It's impossible. It's you right there in the should, name. It should never happen. No. But what, one of the things I wanted, also wanted to uh, not... We'll probably hammer this point home, and this is me being at my most cynical. Everything said here, when you hear people pitching these consoles, is exactly what you hear at every single iPhone announcement, iPad announcement, mm-hmm. Android announcement, any single new piece of technology. I just can't believe how little it has changed. People now are more connected than ever. They want control of their experience. The Laserdisc, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, they want they want more control over their kludgy 16-bit, like, mm-hmm. whatever. I, I kind of, I and again, I didn't know much about the Laser Active. I kind of just always imagined it was, like, mm. the Laserdisc games you'd see in arcades, like Mad Dog McCree and... They uh, were, most Dragon's Lair. There's one called... Dragon's Lair, I think, has existed on literally every system ever. And one of the reasons why this failed is because Dragon's Lair did not exist on this. Really? Yes. The, pre- the preeminent LaserDisc game did not exist on the Laser Active. What's even the point, then? Exactly. But what did it, it have did, Space Ace, what at it, least? What it did have is it had PACs, P-A-C's, all caps, which were modules you would install... Oh, right, that yeah. Where you could, for the low cost of $600... Three times the price of a Genesis, you could play Genesis games That's right. via a pack. Or you could play uh, NEC Turbo Graphics games uh, That's true. W- with the cost of by putting on another module. So you can make this thing look like a fucking monster. I think to this day it's the biggest... Con- it, like Altogether, it's the biggest console that's ever yeah, existed. The picture on Wikipedia is just this gigantic fucking <laughs> thing. It looks like a, some sort of ridiculous stereo. And that oh, may, that may so not have great. any packs on top of it. Uh, it has what looked like two floppy disk drives. Oh, okay, then on one of those top. is the Genesis port. <laughs> Let me, can I hear the other gen- the other laser active clip? Yes. Again, think iPhone and everything he's saying. With the introduction of laser active, Pioneer now moves to the next level in the new world of interactive media. The CLD A100 has all the capabilities of Pioneer's current laser disc players, but now takes us into the elevated experience of laser active. <laughs> Committed to an absolute purity of sound, two channels of analog and two channels of true digital stereo serve as a platform to the adventure as we enter the incredible universe of Sega games and programs, redefining imagination and fascination at every age. See, now I yeah, can't imagine it. Level, dog. I can't imagine it as iPhone yeah. anymore because <laughs> Apple would never back up their speeches with a fucking saxophone solo. You don't, you don't think they'd have like the, no? s- the Silk Stockings <laughs> no. composer back there just belting out a tune uh, to the Laser Active? Yes, that's another reason why I can't stop listening mm. to these clips. I, 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 I also can't hear Ron Howard's voice anymore without thinking of him, <laughs> you know, talking about the Bluth family. It was weird. 
That's not Ron Howard. I don't know who that is. Isn't it? It no. sounds just like No, it. it's not Ron Howard, actually. Wow. Um, I for, just assumed From it was. the LaserDisc exclusive magazine, Zoom. Wow. So, so wait, can I just clear something? None please. of us have ever owned any of these. Um, Other than, no. I don't know if, if one of them I may is on have the owned list, one I, or two of them. I may have owned one. Or my family may have owned one, but I don't know if it made it onto the list or not. Uh, I, if I owned one or had one in my possession, it was definitely after they had, were already completely defunct. There's almost all of these are completely unaffordable. That's yeah, true. there was there was one that was present in my household, but I was too young to really one know of these. Care. Well, one of uh, a console that did terribly that wound up in my house for yeah. some reason at some point. Well, let's hear what number four is, see if, that, if it's that one. Okay, we'll I'm see. Scared, I'm scared four. you're going to ruin it. Hello? Hello? <laughs> I have a surprise for all the slackers, but nothing better to do than play games and surf the net all day. Game Surf the net, faggot. <laughs> so that, that was Gamecom's weird, <laughs> misguided first commercial <laughs> with uh, some a, a little person I in like a red suit commercial. standing up and a screaming at the midget, audience. But it is the most 90s thing in the universe. Uh, I I have things in this list that yeah. may dispute that, but it just—it's crunching guitar and in a commercial spokesman yelling at yeah. its own consumers, They're screaming at. You. Which I think that the separation here is at the end of the commercial, they all viciously attack him, and it yeah. it's blurry in the background, but they're basically throwing around a dead body dummy of a midget, well, let's, as if he's just been murdered. Let's hear the rest of it. Watch your eyes on these babies. It's feet. That's rock. Thanks to be touched. Wires you to the internet! And it plays more games than you idiots have brain cells! Fuck you, audience! Hey guys, this thing begs to be touched. <laughs> well, keep going, keep going, keep going. Any questions? Does it play questions? How much does it cost? Game Com, the ultimate gaming system. How much does it cost? Commercial. Moron. Moron, yes. Uh, it wasn't expensive, and and to be fair, looking at it years before any of its competitors took that, let's just say the DS, touchscreen connectivity, internet access, nobody was doing that. It had PDA functions built in, which was a big deal at the time. Yeah, like there's a handheld device with a screen that can keep my schedule. Yeah. That's amazing. I believe in order to access your games, you had to avoid the icons for phone numbers and calendars. It was not a phone. No. Um, but you could use it to store phone numbers. But you we, know, just but that's that's assuming you showed it to somebody and said, "Could you put your phone number in here?" And they didn't immediately run away screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, is that a GameCom? Ew! <laughs> not giving oh, you my number. If, if we're not saying that it was all black and white. Oh yeah, which probably seemed acceptable during the concept phase because the Game Boy like led the handheld craze. Kick the shit out of everything, yeah. even with when as everything else was defining graphics and new technology. Game Boy won every time. Yeah, but we should we should oh. give a little bit of background about this. Sure. It was created by Tiger Electronics. I miss Tiger. Tiger uh, for those Tiger. Of, for those of you who didn't Apricot. grow up in the eighties, Tiger was like the purveyor of every single time there'd be a successful game, they would do a shitty handheld LCD knockoff. Yeah. Of it. Well, licensed knockoff, but it was like the Double Dragon game where your like little, weird little LCD mm-hmm. black and white Billy Lee pretends to walk forward and then meets a guy and you 
hit a button to punch, and a guy's head uh, goes yes. backward a couple times, and then it's on to the next one. You and say frames of animation, that was non-existent. No, over. well, it's really like there's one little blip for a head and, and another one for a head that's like leaning backward, and they would like light up alternatingly. Yes. It, was, it was basically just a series of lights. For the people listening, I want you to go to your dad, grab his wrist, and look at his digital watch. Now imagine if they made a game out of that. Yes, <laughs> that's what that's what Tiger did. That's for what about handheld 10 years. gaming was. That's what handheld gaming, gaming was. And mm-hmm. so they're like, we we need to get on this in on this action. And to be fair, like they had some great licenses. Lined I don't know up how for they it. did it. They had a they had a Sonic the Hedgehog. I think they had Sonic and Knuckles. They had Duke Nukem, Duke which Nukem. was like 3D. Yeah. Uh, they had Resident Evil, yes. which was not 3D. Mm-hmm. Uh, Re- or Resident Evil Two, rather. Resident Evil Two side scroller. Yeah, and well, I'll tell you how they did it. Mm. They paid for the licenses, but mm. not the games. Tiger developed those games themselves. Yeah, which is weird because, well, I don't personally think that would happen these days. But I do understand, like, Japan saying, oh, shit, they're developing a Western console. We need to have a presence on it. And they're willing to pay whatever. I I honestly can't imagine Capcom, Sega allowing a platform like this to develop their own games with this IP in this day and age. And it feels like they shouldn't have done that back then. But I can yeah. I can sort of see where it comes from. Like, well, S- Sega did not have Nintendo's qualms about licensing their mm-hmm. technology or products. No, and and you you saw that with the the Laser Active. You saw that you mm-hmm. see that here that they you know they seemed okay with it. Like, yeah, we'll, well, we'll I, let I, I some nobodies it, uh, have custody of Sonic and Knuckles. I think for, that was a little bit of, of the deal. Like, these guys are not real competitors. Yeah, that's and true. and and we don't know. We're not in. We are part of the Western market, but we're not there. Let's see what they can do with our IP. If not, you know, whatever. And it looks like it looks like they didn't develop anything personally, and they didn't spend a dime really. If anything, yeah. they just got a paycheck yeah. and allow them to. And it was for a downscale system that I think, like even at the time, the graphics mm-hmm. were not considered impressive on a handheld. No, the Lynx was already out. Yeah, the, the, Game, the Gear. Game Gear. I think the Nomad was like on the verge of releasing, which was a full-fledged portable Genesis. Yeah. But I mean, all those, all three of those systems mm-hmm. illustrate one of the problems with doing handhelds at the time, which was that color graphics mm-hmm. sucked up battery life like nothing else. Dude, that Nomad. The Nomad. Uh, I, I never played it, but I, I remember did. Brett always talking about it. Didn't it have like a two? It required six. something like six six, six, six D batteries or six, something. Six double A batteries, and okay. the only thing I can say. But no, even with the batteries, didn't it only last? Like, no, it, four yeah, hours? there was a chargeable battery pack that didn't last. Like that was. Enormous yeah. and like so you would inevitably have to play it sitting with the AC adapter plugged yes. in, which defeats the whole purpose. But which I did and was amazing. It was an amazing experience to have a portable Genesis. Except that a couple of pixels died like once it came out of the box. New for me. That's it. But I do as I went on a road trip from northern Florida to southern Georgia, about a four to five hour trip. Uh, the second time I asked my parents to pull over to buy batteries. They began to get angry at me, <laughs> and who can blame them? Exactly. You were, and in that's the car. and that's that's what the nomad, nomad's battery life was like. And I think eventually my dad, not supremely tech savvy, just like God, here here's a found a cigarette lighter AC adapter, like the first one pair. Probably paid like eighty bucks for it because those things were like not not really as prevalent as they are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the only way to play the nomad on the road. So did it kill the battery? It like, did like the car's battery, <laughs> like midway. The Pontiac Transport just ran out of. Ran out of battery juice right there on the 101. No, I never owned one of those either. The Pontiac Transport? No, the no, Nomad. No, the Nomad? Nomad's great. Sure, I'll take your word for it's it. It's awesome. Like except it, for the battery. Life. It can totally plug into the television. It, it can it accepts a second controller port. It is 
a very cheap and still portable Genesis. Yes, there are better models. So the GameCom was none of these things. No, no. <laughs> no. It was, it was black and, that's and white. that's why it's on the list. I think it, it had a relatively powerful processor at the time because it was able to do a 3D version of... It was able to do a version of Duke Nukem 3D. It was. Which, which was a coup for a handheld. It wasn't really 3D, but... No, know, well, it was like... 3D in the sense that Doom is 3D. Yes. Or Wolfenstein 3D is 3D. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, I, I don't... I really meant to look into, like... It has internet functionality the fuck is this thing going to do on the internet with a black and white screen and so they, whatever horrible browser they, they designed for that system? How did that work exactly? Did I they don't have like know. a modem cartridge? I don't know. How do I connect to my Prodigy account? Like, I, I don't... No, we had we had internet then. That was like mid to late 90s when that came out. But so. it was it, it predates Wi-Fi like a motherfucker. To access the internet, the user had to connect an external dial-up modem to the GameCom Jesus. via a serial cable. Remember serial cables? Jesus. And dial into the GameCom exclusive ISP. From there, the user could upload saved high scores. Very important. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Or check email and view the web. Can you imagine the web in, in glorious black and white? Probably yeah. looked like a fucking Telnet thing. Yeah. Uh. It's, it's still... It, I, I still can't believe when they when they when you put those features... Oh, and that's if they had the internet cartridge sold separately. Yes. It's For still, how much? Uh, I would say. guess an, an, an unnecessary amount of money. Let's yeah. say that. I would say... Two oh, to and, $300. And you had to buy a proprietary modem, apparently. Uh, just Jesus. remember, Nintendo's only had two consoles with uh, internet out of the box at this point. That's true. And one of them came out less than a year ago. <laughs> uh, depressing to think about. Anyway, so that's Gamecom. Number three! Fucking bizarre. Internet so before what? Apple, you can almost hear Pippin Apple Mac in there. Uh-huh. Pippin Apple oh Mac. It's it's at Mark actually. Mm. Oh it's my bad. The the alternate name for the system, I think, mm. or maybe it was just the ISP. I don't really know. But yeah, before Apple actually found out it could succeed with games mm-hmm. with uh, with iPhone, it. Was it tried the Pippin, which was this weird little console that was like heavily hyped before launch, and then I think it only really came out in Japan. It did come out here, did it? It did have a Western release, but like dude, it, was, it, was, it was co-produced with Bandai. Yeah, ba- Bandai definitely. See, this is one I've never heard of. Yeah, like this, the Pippin is sort of like just recently being discussed again. Um, I had that clip, the clip in there of the two Mac heads yeah, talking uh, about it. It's like Computer Computer Chronicles. Yeah. Which I found out, it looks like an infomercial. This was an actual show it that was. Like ran from 84 to like 2006, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, It was, but when I say like, when Steve Jobs was a genius, it's like, well, one, he has a lot of these things under his belt. Yeah. Well, actually, no. I think this was made before Steve Jobs came back. Sure. And, but it's, it's like, but whenever Tim Cook, let's say, comes out at an Apple press conference, the mm-hmm. words coming out of his mouth are exactly the same as the words coming out of these guys' mouths in 1996 about Apple's failed console. One of the arguments over the future of home computing is will we add computing power to our television sets or will we add TV capability to our personal computers? Apple is betting that the TV will be the preferred viewing device with a new approach to home computing called Pippin. 
Mark, we've got a Pippin right over here, and when you just look at it, it kind of looks like a video game console. You've got it plugged into a TV set, you've mm -hmm. got a kind of game controller, but it is a lot more than that, isn't it? That's right, Stuart. Uh, the Pippin platform is being positioned by Apple as a new media appliance for access Does it sound like to ben Linus a to you? array of interactive content, uh, whether it be on CD-ROM, learning titles, Sounds exactly like an iPad reference, uh, but also an excellent online services and worldwide web access. Worldwide web access. Yeah. I also note that only the only time anybody uses the word array is when talking about features of a video game or video game system. I hate the word array. Array. Yes. Or a wide array of weaponry. Yes. Mm -hmm. Video games. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. No one has a wide array of food at the grocery store <laughs> ever. But they could they, if they wanted to. They do. They have <laughs> 600 kinds of cat food. <laughs> only do. 600 kinds? 600 what is this, Soviet Russia? As, 600 doesn't qualify as an array. Jesus Christ. Uh, but uh, I do. I love those guys getting super excited over this weird-ass little system. Looks like a slightly deformed Dreamcast with a mm -hmm. controller that had, where the Xbox start button is, a trackball. Yeah. A trackball to maintain all those mouse movements. That yeah, it was, that was a really weird... It was a really weird time for technology. Yes. It was like back when... Like, I think that was after web TV had come out mm -hmm. and like everybody was trying to do a fucking set-top box... Mm -hmm. It was, and uh, if you go to Wikipedia and look up, like, say, Super Nintendo, and they'll say, this is part of the blank generation of consoles. I don't know where they put it, because I always consider that that's my second generation of consoles. Okay. I wasn't there for the Atari and the Intellivision. No, I, don't know I think better. that would probably be fourth or fifth. Something, I think yeah. it, they say fourth, and you click on it. What generation were we in last generation? What do we have as far as game platform? We had three consoles. There were at least 12 during this period of console generation. Twelve. There were twelve competitors. Twelve? Twelve. Were there? Twelve. Not a lot came to... Not all of them. Definitely not all of them. We don't have the FM Town Marty. That didn't... Oh, that did oh not this, this period that we're talking what? about right yeah, now. Yeah, this I thought, period. I thought you were saying, like, the period we're in right now. No, I was saying the opposite. Yeah, yeah, FM Town Marty was, like, a, a Japan-only PC that had its own proprietary operating system. Yep, see, I don't know I, what that the, is. The only, the only thing I really knew about it at the time was, like, I would see it, like... If you ever read EGM, mm -hmm. uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly, back in the 80s and 90s, they used to you have these, these... I couldn't even read. <laughs> uh, they used to have these huge... <laughs> you couldn't read these huge I still can't read. two-page spread ads mm. for Die Hard. And it was like a drool-worthy catalog of like every Japanese thing that was really cool that you oh, could not yeah. have. You'd have to import. Yeah, they, they were an importer based in Hawaii. They were fantastically expensive to buy mm -hmm. from. So it was always just like, you know, this weird sort of like wish non-fulfillment that you looked at their ads like, oh my God, look at detonator organ for Sega CD. It's just so weird to think of a time when Apple could launch a new piece of hardware that was laughable and ignored. Yeah. And, and that happened so much during this era that like, I don't know what well, provoked it, Steve Jobs to keep going. It wasn't, again, he wasn't at the company at the time. Yeah. He may have been there when they did Newton. When Newton, Newton was is hilarious. Hilarious, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, I just I still can't believe it. I still can't. Like, this one is got brought up, and, like, I don't know much about the Pippin. I think it launched for, like, six, at least $600. Yeah, you were you seemed kind of fascinated with it when I talked I, to I you. I did, just today. because, like, I think we had mentioned, it's been mentioned, but, like, well, one, one, I'm trying to find clips of these games on YouTube. And I wasn't aware until I started to get really deep in this whole games research thing that certain game platforms weren't popular enough to have emulators for. Some of this can only be seen if some dipshit wants to hook it up to his television and capture it, like who may have one lying around. The, the, the guy who did, who captured the laser active footage 
is part of the Laser Active Preservation Society, which I love. I love. But every one of his videos has 80 views. Like, that's how much people wow. care about the yeah. preservation of Laser Active. I'm glad he cares, but it's very weird whenever, and sad. Whenever See, I with hear... that, I think it's probably just like 50 him, 30 somebody coming yeah. across yeah. it on X. Whenever I hear anything Preservation Society, I immediately just imagine them as the president of the 70s Preservation Society <laughs> with like the weird curly mullet and the, the medallion Talk on Talking like disco chest. stew. <laughs> Laser Active is the thing to do. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, Pippin was five hundred ninety nine U.S. dollars. Yeah, five hundred ninety nine U.S. dollars. At ninety six U.S. dollars. Debuted March ninety five. Was discontinued uh, two years later. Two years later. See, like this totally like escaped I th- me. At I the think time. it hung on in Japan a little mm-hmm. while later, longer because I did not even realize it had ever been released. In well, it the probably US. launched earlier in Japan. It did. It's but like, it got actually, discontinued around the same Oh, no, sorry. It launched in, in March in Japan. It launched in North America September 1st, 96. It, it did. And just, it, so it lasted maybe a few months. Remember, it has the Bandai name attached to it. And I remember when Namco merged with Bandai, I'm like, who the fuck is Bandai? I don't know who they are. And then really? you, at the time... They made, like, all the anime games on Super Nintendo. Sure, but they made a bunch of games. They weren't fucking who Namco. Anime? The people who, Nobody. at the time, were making Time Crisis and Pac-Man shit. Like, Namco was massive. And, like, who's this other little company they're merging with? But then I look at... The, they make, like, everything in yes, Japan. Yes, they make literally everything, from plastic yes. toys to towels. Like, Bandai has their hands in everything. Mm-hmm. They, they probably massive. make, like, industrial machinery. So they, whereas it probably, like... Entered here with a whimper. They probably kept it afloat for two years in Japan, well after they decided to abandon the American market. Yeah. Bandai. Because of Bandai. Pippin. Uh, most people are not familiar with that startup. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, had, I, I got a couple of... Um, uh, it's so creepy. But it was this was at the time... Let's Angela, hear it again. Pippin. This Pippin. is at the time when yeah. consoles couldn't... Imagine really... an animated baby doll I saying I don't that. like it, Michael. No, no. I don't like With, it. With like a Charlie McCarthy marionette like mouth. I don't like it. Like, I would say, uh, imagine Pippin. a 20-year-old baby learning to talk. At this point, it was still very <laughs> impressive to hear video games talk. They rarely could. And when they could do that at the launch of a... At the push of a button when the console launches... Yeah. Oh. That was like the big revolution with CD-ROM. It's like, it's talking. It's talking at me. No. This is amazing. It's not talking Horrible. Jeopardy. Like, it, that's how video games tried to talk. They tried to approximate voice. <laughs> Hearing CD quality noises out of things. I swear. I'm trying to, I'm trying to paint a picture. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. That's yeah, Joe that's Montana. not bad, actually. Joe Montana talking football. Get your finger out of your mouth. It's so convincing. (laughs) Yes, it's... Talking did not happen a lot, and it was always very... Like, it's very weird how much of my attention span a game could buy if it talked. Yeah, remember how shitty Bart versus the Space Mutants was? And how you didn't care because Bart said, eat my shorts out loud whenever he died? Yes, yes. He told you, the player, to fuck off and yes. eat his shorts. Eat his shorts. Eat a little boy's shorts. I guess that's fine. It's not his underwear. That's true. Gross. I thought it was his underwear. And Is that what he meant? I, I imagine, but then he's always wearing shorts, so... He's ever the rapscallion. Fair point. That Bart Simpson. Could be like, yes, remove the uh, the outer shorts and eat those. <laughs> the outer layer of clothing. Anyway. 
Racing Days. Oh my god. That is the Pippin exclusive Racing Days starting up. Is somebody about to slip my throat? No, odds are they had to get someone very slowly in Japan to be able to say the word Racing Days. I'm guessing somebody in HR won the contest and he had to say it very slowly. And then they put a bunch of modulation behind it. Oh my god, I'm gonna die in racing no, days! You're not gonna die in racing days. Racing days can't hurt you anymore. I should never have watched they that video. <laughs> Seven days! I thought Tyler would be here. I wanted to see if he could get the other one um, just based on the intro. Oh, I could get the other one. Yeah? This was this was one of my favorite sounds yeah? when I was a kid because I played this a shit ton on Mac. Mm hmm. Nobody can see Michael dancing, but it's wonderful. He's so white. <laughs> I'm doing the what is love dance from Saturday what Night Live. That's <laughs> beautiful. Um, that's pretty fucking... I, a marathon. In, yeah. In, in just, it, it reminds me how and, like Bungie's I, logo hasn't changed at all nah. since these, these days. But the that disc was, I think, uh, Marathon, either Marathon and, Min, and Marathon 2 or Marathon 2 and Marathon Infinity. It was two marathon games on one disc. Called Super Marathon? And was therefore awesome. Yeah, Super mm -hmm. Marathon, mm -hmm. which you know I guess would make it more palatable to the Japanese audience mm -hmm. because they like the word super in things. <laughs> or at least they did back in those days. Yeah. But yeah, mar Marathon was great. And it's kind of funny that somebody on YouTube put together a clip of like 10 games that define the Pippin. Yeah. And it's like all this really shitty footage mm -hmm. just looks awful. And yeah, their, their footage of Marathon looks awful too. But you have to think of it in the context of the time when, mm -hmm. like, well, if you look at the the environment, that's moving smoothly. Mm -hmm. Yes, all the enemies are horribly stilted and, like, moving at one frame a second. Yeah, that racing game, is it runs at about one to two frames a second. It's it's abysmal. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Racing days. Ugh. Racing days. Racing days. Racing no, I don't like that at all. Now we've played it three times and it'll summon the demon racing. <laughs> no! No! Uh, hey, Ray, how you doing? Well, I guess we're done talking about Marathon. Number two. What time will my daughter be home? The passive type. Nintendo. Probably plays Nintendo. What time will my daughter be home? Somewhere between 10 and 2. The aggressive type probably plays Sega. What time will my daughter be home? You want her back? And the other type definitely plays 3DO, the most advanced home game. Oh my god. <laughs> Assholes play 3DO. Assholes. Oh my god. Yes, women abductors definitely every time choose 3DO. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> well, the 3DO, I'm really happy that we decided to include this one because... Panasonic. Those, I forgot yeah, this thing existed. Panasonic 3DO. <laughs> that was also like... I remember when, when they introduced it, it was going to be like this bold platform mm. for uh, playing movies on mm. a game console and like... Mm. With it, with like video CDs, so it was yeah. like really shitty resolution, and like it was going to be like they 3DO envisioned the 3DO mm -hmm. multiplayer as like this is going to be the new gold standard mm -hmm. for game consoles. Mm -hmm. There will be no more new game consoles. There will just be companies licensing 3DOs. Eventually, Nintendo yeah. and Sega will license the 3DO and create their own 3DOs. And they were actually so optimistic about this they were that so they optimistic. planned a successor to the system. Yes, the mm -hmm. M2, mm -hmm. which went nowhere. I it think fucking it, went nowhere. It made it to the prototype stage. It was way less powerful than uh, what they claimed it was going to be. 
And it finally ended up being released, but by a different company that bought the technology and used it for, like, a medical imaging system. Yeah, I feel like they just kind of gave up on their, like, well, this isn't going to happen. It was all, I remember it was, also, it was the silicon graphics chip that they were pimping with the, the M2. I don't know. Something like that, but it's like, what is what is this? Like, you know that shit they do in Toy Story? That's what we can do with our games. Yeah. No. And like, whoa! Fucking liars, <laughs> dude. I'm like still kind of mad about it. You fucking liars. <laughs> you goddamn liars. Yeah. But there, there were several uh, licensed 3DOs. There was one by Gold Star. Mm-hmm. There was one by, I want to say... Did you know maybe? Gold Star is the G in LG? Really? Yeah. I did like, not like know where that. did the LG brand come from? I always wondered, and it's some know. Korean company. And uh, Gold I always Star. just thought it was life's good, like their stupid life's slogan. Life's good. No, it's it's. Well, Gold that's probably Star. what it is now. Gold Star was the joke, uh, not the Vizio, because Vizio has somehow emerged from its brand as like the shittiest uh, third-party television status. It's now the Best Buy Dynex brand. None of us work at Best Buy, right? No. Okay, great. Let's check it. Gold Star and Sanyo. <laughs> Sanyo had its own 3DO. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for a while, the, the scheme sort of worked. It seemed like the, the promotion lasted a lot longer. Yeah. Which is bizarre, considering how hard it failed and how much it fucking cost. Well, it lasted $700. three years, oh, yeah. which is better than Dreamcast did. And that then, was early 90s? Right? This is 92, the one. Mid 90s. Yeah, early to mid 90s. I want to say like 90. I knew one person in the universe who got this, and that was only because he was a rich kid whose yeah, parents were getting divorced. It was and fucking dead, like 95, 96. When your rich parents get divorced, they buy your affection, and you get a bunch <laughs> of crazy stuff. And he got a 3DO, and we are like, oh, this is a. Uh, you got 3DO? This is... That's amazing. pretty cool. It's got three buttons. And it was like the only video Ugh. game console, like, let's go outside. <laughs> just go aside. Like, Let's stop wasting our time with this. Let's I just want to see the sun, guys. Just what, one more time. For some reason, was it just EA support that like made this? It makes me think of it EA as a Western console. EA was one console. of its biggest supporters. Yeah, and it was mostly a Western. But Panasonic is not a, a Western company. But it did seem to like have the support of the West, which is seriously all this shit up until the last two generations. Video games were let out of Japan. Period. Yeah, and. Uh, well, Just, I wonder if it's because of that, though. Mm, could be. They knew that the the uh, you know Japanese market was too oversaturated. They're mm. like, well, what about those Westerners? Mm. They're pretty fucking dumb. They they they'll spend money on Maybe anything. they'll buy this for seven hundred bucks. Sure, why Seven hundred dollars. Seven hundred dollars. But I I love that 3DO left behind a treasure trove of like ultra ultra nineties ads. Like these yes. are the most. 90s ads that could possibly be yes. made. And I'll mm. admit, I truncated this one a little bit to take yeah. out just like long, endless drumming. But okay, you, you may remember. <laughs> you may remember. So much drumming. In the 90s, mm-hmm. there was like this brief fad of uh, men rediscovering their manhood. And so, like, there was this movement where uh, middle aged dudes would go out in the forest and bang on drums and put okay. on tribal war paint. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, no. And, and like, we're going to go through our own manhood ceremonies no! because that's just not part of our culture anymore. And we need to rediscover what it means to be men in this new no. sensitive era. Mm-hmm. So we have this ad. In the 90s, we're discovering revolutionary truths about our inner selves. Nature is the source of my strength. I just want to be loved. Man, this blows. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, man. Did ACDC make a console? 
guys. They should have. Yeah, the rest of that is <laughs> the rest of that is just a fucking roaring guitar riff while this like dude in flannel and baseball cap is like yeah, like playing the game with like the controller right up to his face. Years before motion controls is mimicking every move on his D pad. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, I still do that when I play games. You though. do not. I've seen you play games. You don't do that. I know. You don't. Do that. You're totally chillerized. Yeah. You don't because you never played a 3DO. And then rip rolling golf games. Yeah. It also did something that consoles don't really do so much anymore, mm-hmm. which is take direct swipes at their competitors. Yes. We we've already heard one example of that. Mm-hmm. Here's another one. You call this life? Not me. I say life began a year ago when Panasonic gave us the explosive 32-bit real 3DO. The competition starts scrambling to catch up while 3DO evolves. Now with over 200 titles available, guess who's at the top of the food chain eating the tadpole competition for breakfast? So you want to evolve? Get the 32-bit real 3DO for Christmas. And don't say all 200-plus games for your birthday. Yeah, we're a, we're Mark, we're we're mature for grown-up gamers, but you know, ask your parents for this for Christmas. <laughs> when, when there was 60, 64 was the last time we counted bits, <laughs> right? The Nintendo sixty-four. Yeah, yeah, I think so. What bit do you think the PlayStation Four is? Uh, it used to double. Uh, I think I think we just count matter. those in gigahertz now. Gigahertz? Yeah. Oh no, or megahertz? I don't know. Bit. I don't know what comes. Somebody in the are. comments, please answer. I'm dying to know what the how PS4. How many bits? How many bits is the PS4? Three hundred billion forty nine. I don't know. One trillion bits. But you want to hear the most '90s promotion of the month? Yes, yes, I do. The Simpsons is brought to you by 3DO, the most advanced home gaming system in the universe. What are you playing with? What are you playing with, Chris? Incidentally, there are no Simpsons games on 3DO. <laughs> <laughs> but it did bring us a couple great episodes. Of the probably the best era of The Simpsons, if I had to say. Probably yes. Yeah. I'm glad they funded that early on. Yeah, exactly. If it wasn't for 3DO, we might not have The Simpsons. Think about 3DO that. 3DO and uh, until the next generation of systems came along, the best version of a Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Yeah, at the time, at the time, at the time, yeah, at the time, it was HD almost Remix arcade is perfect. Rad. Yeah. Uh, still, yes, love that game. Uh, all right, so. Yeah, 3DO. It was pretty crap. Uh, gets me every time. You're watching TV and the sky says... It's CDI, friends. The next generation CD player that works with your TV. And you said... But I have a CD player. And your mom says... No, dear. CDI works with your television. You'd probably feel pretty dumb and maybe even fake it like you'd already experienced the ultimate in games, movies, music, and more. Trust me, babe, I know about this CDI stuff. Now get into CDI, starting at $2.99 with $200 of free software. Dude, I... Uh, R.I.P. Phil Hartman. Well, that's... So... That's what pain me when I was grabbing these sounds or, like, looking for this, like, there's a generation of you who don't know who Phil Hartman was. And it sounds really corny... It's Phil Hartman doing every single character, and there were multiple commercials where he played like 17 different people. This predates Nutty Professor, bitches. Yeah. Like, not a lot of comics were doing that. And it, they're very creative, clearly written, or at least shepherded by Phil Hartman himself, for this awful, awful, awful game system. Yeah. Awful. And there's it there's was... the one sound clip that I don't think we grabbed, but it's like him playing two women who were sitting yes. next to each other. Like, Looks that sad. guy freaks me out. Yes. I think he's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. So this console was fucking terrible. Oh, did, the worst. And did horribly. 
but they were so stubborn. It lasted for fucking seven or eight like years. Yes. It felt like it. Yeah. Like it, they didn't discontinue. It was ninety nine, ninety nine or ninety eight that this was discontinued. But it was really? it came out in like ninety one, yeah, ninety eight. Holy shit! It yeah. came out in ninety one though, didn't it? Yes, December third, nineteen ninety one. Yeah, it lasted like fucking eight years. I'm impressed. That's so weird. And it was it was the worst one. And it, it came did out, so too. terribly. It's. I, re- I remember thinking like, wow, this is really pretty, but like all they sh- they're showing is that stupid golf game in the demo. Well, and what's it, the clip of Phil Hartman I grabbed? It was like specific shit. game. Now get into CDI starting at two ninety nine with three titles free, including Burn Cycle. Burn Cycle. Burn Cycle. Burn Cycle is the only notable. Well, the only notably good CDI game that it's I've also ever the heard. The only of. notably good full motion video game that I'm aware of. Bearing I, in I mind, never, I never played that X Files game. Never. I played it on Mac. I thought it was great. The X-Files game or Burn Cycle? Burn Cycle. Really? Yes. Oh, God, it was this really bizarre cyberpunk game. And uh, I, I just remember that, like, the the form of money, like, usually you get, like, new yen or something mm-hmm. else to show that, like, oh, America's been taken over by Europe or somewhere else. Mm-hmm. The form of currency was Nigerian Rand. <laughs> what? Which, by the way, a, a kindly gentleman offered to uh, put in my bank account recently oh, by nice email. I can't oh. wait to get back to him. Yeah. But, uh, you just have to give him your social security number. Again. Well, it's You'll a big transaction. I, I can't know. imagine I wouldn't get the million dollars. No. Yeah. Why, why would he lie? Yeah. Why would he lie? Why would he lie? He's a Nigerian. Yeah. And he's, he's a gonna prince, let, I he's, bet. He said yeah. he'd, he'd let you keep 100000 so he yes. clearly expects to get that money yes. back. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Well, please don't spoil it. I do not want this to fall through. Laser <laughs> Time's future continue, like, it's contingent upon this. It is. So yeah, CDI, CDI, <laughs> CDI, CDI, CDI yet again. Calling this, own. calling this the next gen, calling this a video game system, let alone the next generation of video game systems, is an insult to video games everywhere. <laughs> like there were, they were just fucking horrible. You can't, you can't and, tell because the audio, but every one of these commercials cl- uh, contains a clip of Wayne's World in it. Pretty much. The best in games. Like, well, that's Wayne's World. What are you talking about? I, you play VCDs? It's, it's the shittiest VCD version yes. of Wayne's World. And that's the thing. Like, you look at the footage now, and it's like, this is, like, sub-480i yes. quality. Like, the browser games have surpassed the quality of the gameplay and visual, And the graphics. And the graphics yeah. in this game. Like, even the full motion video. Like, mm-hmm. I, I remember writing an article about this once and, like, putting a, in a thing from uh, that Tia Carrere game, whatever the hell it was called. Oh, um, but... It was a Relic Hunter. That was your show. No, it was mentioned in one of these Phil Hartman ads. Mm-hmm. But like they actually call it out. It's like, you could be blessing aliens with Tia Carrere. Yeah. Like, that's not really... Even you in like the early her. 90s, she's not that big a star. Oh, I thought she was very attractive. Uh, spilled many a seed looking at Tia Carrere. Uh, yeah. oh, congratulations. Why do you gesture at me? <laughs> because I thought you would get the best response. Michael's used to this kind of talk. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, but just... And, and just like apologizing for the quality of the mm. images from this. It's like, that's... This isn't a bad image. That's just mm. how CDI games really looked. And because they were, you know, film and moving, we overlooked the fact that everything was jaggy. Yeah. <laughs> even the people were jaggy. Yes. Even the jaggies were jaggy. It's a monster reference. Somebody but, out there's laughing. Of course, um, mm. CDI's real claim to fame was the deal it inexplicably yeah. made with Nintendo. Well, not totally inexplicably. Well, I mean, it, it did this seem is like well documented years why they after made they would deal. know better. But part yeah. of me believes that like Sega and Nintendo made these deals cuz they like they expect them to fail. Well, Nintendo made the deal because it was and I think this was after 
mm-hmm. it was it partnered with Sony to make the yes. Nintendo CD. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows how that story went. The Nintendo CD, Sony got left in the lurch. Uh, they they turned it into PlayStation, but they got left in the lurch because Nintendo announced at the last minute they were switching gears and partnering with Philips. Oh. Instead, makers of the CDI, mm-hmm. and Philips would make the Super Nintendo CD drive, which never mm-hmm. materialized. But as part of the deal, Philips got the right to make a certain number of games based on Nintendo characters. It's really, really, really bizarre. And that gave us classic gems like this. A whole month gone, and still no word. I'm certain he's all right. Yeah, that old Ganon's no match for the king. Link, go to Gamelon and find my father. Great! I can't wait to bomb some Dodongos! What? Those snaps and pops are native to the fucking game. Like, it's it's horrific. Yeah, it's just... Like, the, those mm-hmm. those Zelda games for CDI, they have mm-hmm. become the stuff of internet legend. Yes. They are in cool. literally every meme imaginable. That one of the Metacritic score for Ocarina beating GTA yeah. V. They... By one point. But still, it's, it's still... It's... it's, it's <laughs> It's Zelda and whatever the fucking king's name is. Yeah, I don't think he really had a name. It was I, just the king. I don't know. But there was Faces of Evil. That was mm-hmm. the first one. That What we just heard was from the sequel Wand of Gamelon. There was one that was starring Zelda herself. Mm-hmm. And it was like a top-down Zelda, Zelda 1 style adventure. But it was like done with FMV. Mm-hmm. And it was really choppy and stilted and ugly. Yeah, I think people spend so much time focusing on the CDI Nintendo games cutscenes, they forget how horrible the games actually look. Yeah. Oh, actually, I think the one of Gamelon was also starring Zelda, but it was mm-hmm. like a 2D cartoon one that was like she looked like she was from the cartoon. Mm. And and it was after we hear that scene with uh, Link wanting to dong some babombos or mm-hmm. whatever, uh, he goes off to find the king, and he also gets <laughs> captured by Ganon. For kinky sex stuff, imaginably. Yes, so Zelda yes. goes little, and, and tries to yeah. Zelda goes and tries to rescue Link. And of course, the centerpiece were the cutscenes, which I guess were done by like the lowest bidder, which was immediately after the fall of Soviet Russia. Like yes. there was this little Russian yes, uh, animation after, studio after the fall. Of so- oh, is this real? Yes, this oh, is real. I was going to say after the fall of Soviet Russia. Whatever that version of Doctor Katz was, that's who got to animate these cutscenes. Looks that way. It's it probably the, the same people who had previously done Worker and Parasite. <laughs> Could you just, do any less? Just this really weird, elaborate, like realistic yet not yet jaggy, like all mm. all these elaborate motions that the characters are going through, and it was just super creepy. It's really creepy, and didn't fit the theme. It looks at like all. a fan creation made in Mario Paint. It's totally bizarre. And speaking of Mario Paint, oh, Hotel Mario. Nice of the princess to invite us over for a picnic, eh, Luigi? I hope she made lots of spaghetti. Luigi, look! That is the subject of more YouTube poops than I can... It is, the Luigi in general. But is there more to that clip? Because it, this is something the There's, Mario games didn't do until recently. Yes, yeah, so we have another clip. We gotta find the princess. And you gotta help us. If you need instructions on how to get through the hotels... Check out the enclosed instruction book. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh god. But you didn't get the famous all toasters toast toast. Yeah, why does Mario talk like this? Because it's kind of how he talked on the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I was played by a big fat guy. I yeah. didn't talk like that the whole time. <laughs> Jeez, uh, Mario's got to sit down. <laughs> 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 
Uh, Mario's not what he used to be. Uh, promo. <laughs> Mario needs his promo seltzer. Get some from the seltzer delivery man, because we apparently live in 1930s Brooklyn. Yes, where they only sell pastel overalls. Oh, what's with this cap? Where's my bowler hat? The fucking hotel. But I, I always forget to take a look at a hotel. I'm so disgusted by this. I. I Close out of the screen before I watch the gameplay. It, it Hotel Mario. looks like elevator action. It's, a do- it's all it's about a going in and out of doors. Simulator. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's ridiculous. right. You have to close all the doors on screen, and creatures are like opening the doors, and then you have to go and close them. But it uses uh, which up until recently, like Nintendo didn't use the Koopalings, and I love the Koopalings. I love yeah. the Koopa Cousins. Well, th- this was right around you know Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. three, and four. And so not yeah, advanced, but world. Well, world. Yes. yes. Mm. I always I always think of it as Super Mario Brothers four, because but that's what it is. It's like the it's like the most animated. It's more animated than the show when you see some of the Koopa cousins in these cutscenes. That's true, mm. but you didn't get any of the cutscenes. Mm. So, I did not because you can't express fluid animation in audio. That's true. Otherwise, it's so, just horrible audio. Go out on YouTube and watch them for yourself. Although mm. you probably already have like thousands of times. I bet most people have not. It's excruciating to watch. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's it's like just watch. Uh, it, it's like watching some horrible fan fiction of your favorite characters come to life. It's like if you were live during the era and, and fan you, fiction written by somebody who has no feel for the characters you, or the setting. If you were life. live in '98 and you saw like a, an elementary school contest winner who got designed a recycling commercial for a local newscast, that's what this all looks like. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's. I'm kind of surprised that it didn't have like an overt environmental message. Maybe it did, and and I just don't know. About I don't think it. anybody's ever beat it, Michael. You got to take this upon yourself. I do. I got to get a copy so I can hear Mario encourages Mario. you to recycle all of your recyclables. Mario's gonna lay down for a little bit. Could you finish the game? <laughs> yeah, Mario, uh, go go play, kids. Finish the game without me. Uh, ah, your, your I, Uncle Mario's tired. All right, I'll, I I can't. Give your old uncle a hand. He has to lean on you while you put an arm around him, and he's all sweaty and gross. Jesus, I thought this this top five would be short. (laughs) Yeah, I thought so too. Because we're at the end of the list, so CDI, Mm. probably the worst example of anything on this list, maybe next to the Gamecom, but who cares about Gamecom? Yeah. So we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases. We're going to talk about a little bit Mm. of news. It's going to be great, so just stay tuned.
Duke Lombardi. Welcome to the Duke Lombardi Hour for Duke Lombardi and Duke Lombardi enthusiasts of Duke Lombardi. A new segment on Video Game Apocalypse where yours truly spends an hour talking about his love for E-rated games and smooth jazz. Hey, hey! Gotta put my paws all over your face. Gotta squish your skin with my weird little hands. <laughs> get, get the fuck off of me. What is this? Who let the raccoon in here? Gonna make a nest on top of your hair. Gonna hide my rascals under your hat. Gonna whisper murder in your ear while you're sleeping. <laughs> you got your foot in my mouth. Gross. What have you been crawling in? A sewer full of skin diseases? Kill the hosts. What? Kill them. I ain't killing nobody for less than ten bucks. That's no fair. I don't have any money. The fiends. Listeners. As an innocent woodland creature, I don't have any money, but I might if you do a little more to support Video Game Apocalypse. That's right. Just by going on iTunes, subscribing, and rating the show with five stars. See, I remembered it this time. I didn't say skulls. Shit, I just said skulls. Fuck! Anyway, even that alone is a huge help to us. You can tell your friends about us. You can go to store.lasertimepodcast.com and buy a terrifying t-shirt. I burned all the fucking boxes you assholes sent me. So now I got all these empty warrens to hide in. You'll never find me again. You can click on the Amazon links on the site, and they'll get a little cut of whatever you spend, which will presumably trickle down to me at some point. And if you're feeling really generous, you can use the donate button to give them money. And seriously, if every one of you that download the show every week kicked in just $1 per show, the hosts would be able to do this full-time and quit their day jobs and do nothing else but create audio entertainment for you and give money to me so I can have them murdered. At last, I will have Chris's house to myself. You have no idea what a beautiful dream this is. You can help me realize it. Help me kill the hosts of Ninja Game Apocalypse by supporting it. Ah, back to the show. Hey, welcome back for our second segment. These are the... Oh. Sibilance. <laughs> second segment. segment. Got it. I'm a snake. Snake. <laughs> All right. You're a beautiful snake. snake. Oh, I should introduce myself. I'm Oh! Tyler. Oh! Just crawled out of the woodwork to join us. You yes. must have something to promote. No. no? Nothing. No. Not even he's, part he's... of the new releases? That are releasing new Oh... <laughs> Are they? Is that what Everybody they do? Cares, no. Look at you leading the host. I'm sorry, I just <laughs> want to burn through these and talk about the other things. <laughs> That's the new version. Words sung by a Fat Albert character. New releases. Not a whole lot that's terribly high profile this week except NBA 2K14. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Dribble that shit. Yeah! Right? People are going to like this game and buy it a lot. Right? Well, I've, I've heard, I heard nothing but good things about oh, the yeah. last couple NBA 2K yeah, yeah. games. So I'm sure this well, one was is Jay- great. Jay-Z was seriously executive producing the game. Wow. Yeah, that's not a joke. But uh, but it is. <laughs> no, I mean, no, that's totally serious. Like, he, 
he did. I yes, he executive. And his music was entirely all over that game. That was most of the. That's the greatest part about Jay Z. Not necessarily the way he executive produced games. (laughs) I'm not sure what he brings to the development table. Music. Hove. That's it. No. I, uh, well, if you love the sports ball simulation, you'll love this. Sports ball. Sports ball. I yeah. wish we knew how to talk about And this sports. game. Millionaires in shorts. Although you can not, talk about sports. Hockey. Can you? You can talk about hockey. Don't Football. pretend you know any other sport. Sure. NBA Baseball. 2K. The Giants are. Yeah. Anyway. We're not are having the, a sports no. ball. Are the Giants We're playing not. in NBA 2K14? Okay, wait, wait. Yes. The San did, Francisco did we all, and okay. New York Giants we were all are both downs- playing. The baseball and football teams are playing in NBA we are, 2K14. Michael. We were downstairs sports and there's ball. always we were downstairs eating. There's always sports playing on our at our local restaurant and we <laughs> our all turned, local restaurant. It's a pizza place. <laughs> it's a pizza parlor slash bar. Um, it's run by two guys and a girl. We all looked over at the screen and in the San Francisco 49ers game, there was a very upset grizzled 1800s prospector. <laughs> In the sands. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that guy. Oh, yeah. And it's like, man, I should watch more sports. I didn't know they had prospectors come out. Sometimes they well, do. Well, he yeah. was a 49er. And his face was so red. He looked so hammered and depressed. He heard there was gold in that Dar Stadium. And I <laughs> the Niners were winning, so I don't know what they're so okay, upset about. See, I couldn't well, see the they score. were winning against uh, St. Louis, so it was like, <laughs> I don't really think it counts. It was like 28 nothing. You're going to offend Charlie. It was uh, 21-3 when we watched it, mm. and... They've been playing terribly this season. We can't do this. We can't do this. We can't do this. We can't. Uh, Also out this week, a few games for 3DS that I don't think any of us really care about. I don't have a 3DS. Uh, Etrian Odyssey Untold, the Millennium Girl. Uh, let's see, Rune Factory Four. Anybody into Medieval Harvest Moon? I've heard Rune Factory is awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Senran Kagura Burst. I don't even know what that is. I don't either. <laughs> I have vague recollections of hearing about it. It may be a misogynist game from Japan. I'm not sure. Love That's those. being redundant. I mean, obviously it's from Japan, but mm. it may also be misogynist. I don't know. Uh, World of Tanks is out on Xbox hey, 360. Hey, how about that? It's getting its... I don't know if that's its first free-to-play MMO, but it's a free-to-play MMO on 360. Is it you really free-to-play, though? Well, in the sense that you will be chiseled for money, probably, for hey, items and things. Hey, don't think about it like that. <laughs> How should I think about it? Uh, think of it as you're not paying fifteen, thirty dollars, sixty dollars for a full game, and you can probably get a ton of enjoyment out of it for ten dollars. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to take the opposite tack because you're no. like, is it free, really? No, no, not at all, not at all. Like, I, there's a lot of shit being hurled at free to play games, but odds are, if you're a normal gamer, you'll never pay full price for a game again in a free to play game. Hey, ask a League of Legends fan. I'm not talking out of my ass. Okay. Uh, Rain is coming out on PS3. Rain. Yeah, we like Rain. Yeah, we do like Rain. We've all, well, a few of us have played you're, Rain. You're a, an invisible boy who becomes visible when he's mm-hmm. in the rain, so you have to sneak around by seeking shelter from it. Yes, and there are enemies in the game. You can't attack anything. So it's, it's not all... about the guy from The Office? No. No? That'd no. Be pretty cool game. How about Rain Wilson? It's not Rain Wilson. And his various acting gigs. But it's it's fascinating the way that you have to avoid the enemies and, and actually use them to solve puzzles and make your way through the level. I, I really enjoyed what little I have played of it, so I'm looking forward to it. Probably the biggest release of this week, though, is uh, an add-on for a game that came out two weeks ago. Which is, of course, Grand Theft Auto Five Online. Oh, I think we're going to say the Ace Attorney Dual Destinies demo. Was I? Maybe. Mm, that's hasn't not, been announced that's yet. That's not an add-on for... 
for something that came out two weeks ago. No. It's not. No, it's really not. But he said the biggest release. Yes. Oh. And that because would be it's, it. it's, it's GTA. not a demo for Minor plug. Attorney. Let's move on and not make this awkward. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it's a little late for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so GTA Definitely. Online also attached a piece of news that cropped up in the last week, which is... Uh, and you already know this if you started playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it will support microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they won't be necessary to get any of the stuff, but uh, they say it, it will sp- let you get stuff earlier. It's, is it specific to the money in the game? I'm not really sure. I think I think maybe you can buy cash to buy things. Yes. Yeah, which is pretty standard structure for free-to-play games. Yeah. Sure. You you buy extra money, but, it but also it also but also you will get money faster than you do in the single player campaign, mm. which is a good thing because it always just dangles that right out of your reach and yanks it away at the last. This minute. is the poorest I've ever been being halfway yeah. through a Grand Theft Auto game, and, and that's disappointing because they really built up the idea that like you will have so much money in this, you will be able well, to buy so much stuff. But back in the day when we were doing previews, every Grand Theft Auto game they were like, we want currency to actually mean something. And currency is... So we'll deny it to you. But it's meaningless after like an hour. You're wealthy beyond your wildest dreams. Putting a dollar symbol next to 700 figures doesn't mean anything anymore. If you can buy every property around the city, it really doesn't. True. And and not, I'm not even tying this into free-to-play. Like You shouldn't have access to that much currency. You shouldn't... It should It should come a little harder than that. I guess. But it's still frustrating to go through a massive heist and then be told, like, ha, you're not getting anything. Well, Fuck you. Michael, doesn't money mean more when it's denied to you? Mm. I guess when in this case it does. When it's something you can bitch about? Good point. <laughs> that does give me something to talk about. This is mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. First world problems, y'all. I constantly bitch about money, so therefore it means more to me than yeah, anything else. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... News, moving on. Probably the biggest news mm-hmm. is Stemos. Yeah, right. I think it's a, a, a Greek guy. I am Stemos. I am Stemos. I will come to your living room and make love to it. Because I am Stemos. You'll make love to my living room? Yeah, I am Stemos. My living room is your living room, though. So yeah, you're just going to have sex with your own living room? I will room? put my penis so in your USB changed. drive and it will <laughs> <Nothing> fit perfectly. <laughs> Have you noticed that little divot in the couch cushion? Wait, you fit perfectly into the USB drive. I'm Steamos. Really my dick fits perfectly in the USB. Yes, it's like a T1000. Uh, it it's like they were made I for I'm each so other. I'm so sorry, Steamos. You're so small. <laughs> I have a tiny dick shaped like a USB flash drive. It's very sad. Steamos sounds so compatible sad. with everything. Right now, there's you a Greek like guy listening. Boots. Yeah, right now, there's a Greek guy listening. He's like, that is not what my accent sounds like. <laughs> no, you sound like Antonio Banderas. Or Fernando. That's just my generic fake accent. Fernando. <laughs> Fernando. Oh, Fernando. Who was in GTA V. Mm-hmm. Not as a, a character, but as a DJ. It's excited to beat up Laszlo. It was pretty great. <laughs> oh, spoilers! Whatever. It's, it happens very early. Eh, kind of mm-hmm. early. So, Tyler. Stimos. Explain Stimos. Oh, what, I have to, to explain us. everything? Yes. Yeah, Dude, that's why you're here. About this? Bell then didn't you can do a good enough job? Bed. Nope. <laughs> Well, explain it to uh, our readers. Pretend uh, they're not us. Our readers? Uh, Listeners. Tyler, in my opinion, people, if you're not excited about this, you need to be really excited about this. Yeah. If you're not excited about it, If you're, you're not just... excited about it, you haven't heard about it. Mm. Yeah, you're dumb. Uh, <laughs> SteamOS. It's not SteamOS. So, it should be. It's so fun to say. SteamOS is a free Linux-based operating system that Valve will release along with the source code. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is optimized to run games, which sounds simple enough, but think if, like, the 
Xbox OS mm-hmm. or the PS4 OS XNB were free and open source and had a library of a lot more downloadable games than they have. Yes, and compatible on newer machines. And was going to come installed on machines that mm-hmm. you can put in your living room that will constantly be upgradable and yeah, the only issue is that there's not going to be a huge amount of native support for it right away. Um, can I ask this question? There aren't that many Linux, game, Linux well, games, there, but you can stream games from your Steam account on your PC. But so so I have to be able to I have to have another PC running Windows and Steam, and then that will st- stream to another PC yeah. that's hooked up to my living room hey, TV. You were the guy yes. who didn't want your Xbox One to be able to transfer the same account to different rooms. No, I wasn't. I uh, well, I'm well, talking to the, no, you're so, the audience surrogate <laughs> here. So the streaming. Yes, that's how you described is how it works, but starting now, we're going to see a ton more native Linux games. Valve has already got, mm-hmm. you know, all of its games running on Linux, um, and a lot of companies are making games for Linux. They said 3,000. Because they've known about this. They say 3,000, that's the whole Steam library. And that, so that's what you I've can stream. I have half the Steam library? No. That's what no. you can stream... <laughs> To uh, a Steam box mm-hmm. or you know whatever well, is running. Yeah, the when, Steam when I heard this news, I initially got really excited because I've been saying months ago, it's like, why can't I just boot my computer straight into like Steam Big Picture and mm-hmm. and just run it like it's another console? Yeah, that's what this is. Yeah, that's what this is. But it doesn't run everything right out of the box, and I've only got the one PC, so I'm not going to stream it off of anything else. Right, unless they offer a low. So it doesn't console. do everything right at once mm. because it's a transition. I mean. The point is, they're trying to cut Microsoft out of the equation. But which Tyler, I want it to do everything at once. Why can't I have what I want? I'm an American. I'm entitled Windows, to these things. Windows has a pretty firm hold and has mm-hmm. for a very long time on Windows PC Windows has gaming. a pretty firm hold. Yeah. Did, until now. And a hold on my dick. <laughs> Would you say... Windows uh, jacks me off every day <laughs> into my own mouth. That's weird. Um, That's what Microsoft does. Gross. I was going to ask a serious... Would you say they have relinquished some of that control with Windows 8? Uh, that it's not as... No, they it, just don't care. Yeah. But, well, it's not that I don't care. It looks like they wanted to be iTunes and like, yeah, we'd like to take 30% of every one of your games. Yeah, but they don't... They really they don't care about PC gaming. They mm. don't understand it or care. And so Valve is saying, screw Windows. Uh, we're going to use Linux. And PC gaming is no longer going to be Windows gaming. But that's going to take a while. Because, mm-hmm. you know, right now, PC gaming is still Windows gaming, but... These are running Windows ME. None of us want PC gaming to be Windows gaming. We're tired of Windows. I don't think anybody ever considered it... it, it just, I don't think anybody ever said, man, I wish this was compatible with Windows. It was more like, I'm a little tired of going back to DOS to <laughs> execute this EXE. <laughs> wish this yeah. worked in Windows. I don't want this to be a Windows-based gaming platform. Um, and, and I'm curi- what I'm yeah. really curious about when they say... Linux is an open source platform. Yeah. Steam has said, "Can we? Can you modify the platform? Can you? Can we modify the code in the OS?" And their comment was, "One word, sure." Yeah, sure, sure. You may do that. Can the can the Linux OS be modified to basically be Windows and automatically? Um, I, I mean, it won't be. So Windows. can I run Windows from within Steam OS? Yes. <coughs> So essentially, you yes. can do it on every other operating system. So, like, so the, the argument of not the argument, but like the, the, the will every game be available? Like, it's Linux. 
it can run anything. Well, it's not so simple. I mean, you could emulate Windows, but that would be really inefficient yes. for running games. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Um, so, no, SteamOS is not going to run Windows games. It just isn't. But that's fine. I'm just I'm looking ahead. Valve always looks ahead. I mean, when Steam launched, people hated it. Cut to now. It kind of has become PC gaming. Um so in 10 years when every game every game from every publisher starts with Linux support instead of Windows um, you know Valve will be looking back and laughing at, at Microsoft and you know my only worry is that it gives Valve this is even more control over yeah. PC gaming for Valve um, and which have, already kind of is PC gaming with Steam like well, there and are they services, music but, and movies so they yeah can, I'm assuming they'll have Netflix and Hulu apps and all mm-hmm. that but, yeah, that's a little worrisome because, you know, I mean, it could turn out to be a little anti-competitive to have Valve. But Steam, Steam not just being a digital distribution service, but mm-hmm. being a platform mm-hmm. now is mm-hmm. like, I don't want Steam to be PC gaming. I want PC gaming to still be sort of the, you know, even though we trust Valve and they make mm-hmm. good things and they're all about, it's going to be open, it's going to be well, free. There's it's an like, easy way to, to combat that. We all support love Origin. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, Maintain the duopoly. Tyler, are you in the pocket of Green Man Gaming? Yes. Green Man Gaming. <laughs> Green Man Gaming just sells Steam keys. That's the thing. It's <laughs> like, that, that's, that's how ubiquitous. What, what about GOG.com? That's a viable I love alternative. God. Absolutely. It's a viable alternative, but it is such a minority of people use it. You know, it's, it's a viable alternative that exists and we talk about a lot. And so are humble bundles, but it does feel well, integrated go- to click into a folder and click an exe file. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, it's something up why can't off. I just click from a list that mm-hmm. pops up and an I app. can see all my friends playing? It's a service, and it doesn't even ask for Steam doesn't even ask for money to use the service. But if we're being realistic, for Dog. that matter, why can't I no just competition hit the Steam. Xbox button and uh, pull up a list of which friends are online? Up to a hundred friends, and see which messages you can cycle through one by one. Yes. Not filter through each game they're That's using. That's convenience. Uh, there's no more convenient platform than Steam. Yeah. But the best part is that this conversation is going to be obsolete uh, the day after we recorded it. Because because Valve Half-Life has... 3 is coming up. Because <laughs> Valve has one more announcement. We don't know what it is. And Controller. It, it should be big. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I assume. They, they would save the best for last, right? That's what you do. Probably, yeah. When you make three announcements. And if they, they already announced an OS by this, the point where they we're recording, which is Thursday night of last week. Hilariously, mm-hmm. they're making three announcements. Yep. Uh, All of which They invited 300 people yep. into the uh, Steam Machine beta. The, the last announcement is uh, we've invented sex robots, and mm. they're, uh, they're $200. Uh, come get yours today. No, and Japan was way ahead of them. Yep. The joke being that Valve can't count to three, and these announcements are full of threes. But uh, Team Fortress 3. 3,000. No. Left 4 Dead 3. No. It's not Half-Life 3. No. It's a controller. No. My boss is going to eat a bug. I hope oh, it's man. on Half-Life 3. There's nothing I want I'm from happy. Half-Life 3 as a game. I hope your boss eats a software bug. Mm. Like we need to get metaphysical about this. I hope great. he wasn't tricking us. He said he would eat a bug if Half-Life 3 wasn't announced and released this year. Mm-hmm. And this is probably his last chance. Does somebody get to pick the bug? Yeah, I'm thinking cockroach. Nice. Yeah, because that's like the grossest. Like a local one, yeah. too. Step on is it, it though? Because I Tenderloin would... cockroach. Spider? Spider's it's pretty gross, too. I would rather eat a cockroach than a spider. Don't, don't I tenderloin think bug cockroaches like insect. spread meningitis? 
Oh, I don't not think arachnid. it does, Tyler. Um, if I'm going by the games on the uh, iTunes platform, uh, Bug Stomper, Bug Killer, okay. Bug Tapper. I guess a bug can be a spider or, or an insect. Guarantee those all exist. Are you saying. tapping bugs, or is it like root beer tapper, yes. where like you're you're squeezing you are, bugs into mugs and then? Uh, or are you bug tapping, mugs. tapping the venom gland? Tapping uh, that bug ass. Tapping that. <laughs> that oh, could happen man. too. Oh, Can't so wait to bugs. tap that. You're getting bug deep ass. into that bug. Ugh, hot arachnid. Mm. Uh, resurrect the popular so Dan Klaus character, right Needle Dick the Bug Fucker. Jesus. <laughs> I'm super excited about Steam OS, is what I meant to say. It's a big deal. It's cool. I actually am yeah. as well. Yeah. And I like the idea that it runs more efficiently than Windows, so uh, you won't have a bunch of processes taken up by background tasks right. that you I don't mean, need. Windows... And so your games will actually look and run better. But that's in this day and age when consoles download patches, constant updates, and update the stores. They're basically in. Uh... They're basically selling you an OS. They're basically PCs. They're ba- well, they are, but like what what separates them is that the the OS, the cross nav media bar, yeah. the dashboard blades. No, they're, they're that's OS's. an OS. Yes, Windows is not an OS designed for gaming, and so and so no console has. No, that's why I'm excited for Steam OS because exactly. it's turning PCs into consoles. A little bit. It's taking some. Of the, it's taking Ooh. some of the. I, I just well, I just don't. I don't like. The tinker. I don't like to tinker that much with my PC when I want a game well, to run. I, fun part. I do exactly two things with mm. the PC that I built. Mm-hmm. I use it for video capture when or or screen grabs when I'm playing a game, or I use it like like a console game, uh, or I use it for Steam. And I use Steam in big picture mode, and that's like all I really want it to do. What would be cool for me is if they released a Steam OS desktop version mm. that was a multi-purpose Linux OS. That had the benefits of Steam OS, but you know, was multi-purpose oh, word processor, and you know, the implications are the the family sharing, the fact that like I can, at, right now I can buy a bundle on Steam. If that bundle contains one to two games I already own, it goes into a thing that I can then give to you or you and. Oh, I or just you, got into Michael. the beta, by the way, so I'll try to. Share Did you my really? Account. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Um, I just said word processor like that was a feature. Yeah. Sorry. I'm like they're even called word sorry, processors anymore. I, I, now they're text editors. No, 1989 in my Steam head. Steam is the best platform per media. Well, and like in the, Steam it, has a built-in browser, though, in big picture mode. So you mm-hmm. could go into that, sure, does, uh, yeah. presumably, and load up Google Docs. And mm-hmm. uh, there you go. There's your word processor. Yeah. Yeah. Theoretically. I mean, yeah. So if you I mean, can't copy and paste without buying the app or whatever. We haven't mm-hmm. seen it yet. But theoretically, you could use it on a desktop PC and use it as a Windows replacement, but mm, probably not. The, the idea in a year that there could be a $200 Steam box that is as powerful as console, as any console in the market sure. hmm. yeah. is crazy and awesome. And, and it'll, come sta- it'll come standard. It'll come out of the box with my 300 games in it. Amazing. Yay. Two hundred dollars deserves more than a yay. Two hundred dollars. It deserves more than a yay when all two, the consoles are launch, like launching without backwards compatibility. Two hundred dollars mm. is optimistic. Yeah, but I can't imagine it would be like a high end PC for two hundred dollars. I think but, it will be a lot more expensive than that. Than that. But if there is a gamepad or a controller feeling, that they're coming out with, then fuck yeah, I would look, buy that. You look at the, that, remember the, the Nintendo Two DS that got rid of its three D. It got rid of its 3D features and this in, in the right, in a, a yes. fucking hinge. Uh-huh. It saved money on the cost of the hardware. Right. So if they're selling you just this little box that doesn't have uh, licenses for McAfee, McAfee virus protection and awful Blu-ray players that I'll never use, and it's just there to run Steam, 
it could conceivably be incredibly cheap. It's not it's not running a Windows license. That's what you're paying for when you buy a PC well, in a big no, box store. I, I, no, not really. But, well, mean, yeah, when you buy it at a big box are. store, sure. But if you're stripping out all those costs and all those licenses. I, I built mine from off-the-shelf components, and it still cost $800. Mm-hmm. Yeah, PCs can be expensive. I mean, I do worry about Valve says it's partnered with some hardware manufacturers to make Steam machines, whatever mm-hmm. they're going to be called. Steam machines. But... I do worry because, like, I I I hate that name. I'm not sure if Valve is subsidizing these or not. Um, Like, the consoles can Mm -hmm. price hardware competitively Mm because they have game licensing to fall back on Mm -hmm. for revenue. Whereas any third party that makes a Steam box that runs SteamOS, Valve gets that money from the games. They don't. So they can't price their hardware competitively and bank on game licensing yeah valve gets that money so unless valve is subsidizing these companies mm. which it might be no i was gonna say that it could be they're licensing it from valve but there's nothing to pay valve for if you're a hardware manufacturer the hardware manufacturers get steam os except except for steam like, os is 100 maybe an free. icon they can put on the front of the box or yeah they might have to pay for that but steam os is 100 percent free so yeah, right. yeah steam os is 100 free it's so free but but Valve gets the money from game sales, so the hardware manufacturers can't price their stuff like Microsoft and Sony can. So I worry that they'll have a hard time competing. But the way Valve announced it, it kind of sounds like we're working with hardware manufacturers and mm-hmm. that we're helping them find a competitive price and yeah. we're figuring it out. So yeah, well, I, don't I know. thought it made it sound like in addition to something we might be announcing. Mm-hmm. No? Well, they said they are, they are sending out hardware as a beta. Mm. Test uh, their own hardware, but it didn't sound to me like they were going to release their own hardware. So I don't know. We'll 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 find out well after you're hearing this podcast what Friday's announcement <laughs> it's is. It's just weird. Yeah. I've been in this industry long enough where where I can't predict everything with ninety percent accuracy. What's going to happen? And I, can't, well, I, I knew don't... I knew I knew what Monday's announcement was mm. before it. I predicted it. I mean, I didn't know, and. I knew what Wednesday's announcement was before it happened, the mm-hmm. Steam Machines. Well, why don't you predict this one? This one? Um, well... The I, symbol is OS plus OS. I said on Twitter it could be a mobile uh, OS, Steam OS. Steam, if you, if you can stream phone. games from your PC, it's why can't you stream system plus yeah. orange socks? So, <laughs> a Steam OS... Well, it's the symbol it's the for the operating socks. system plus the symbol I hope when it's all said and done, it's a new Team so. Fortress hat. Right. So, Steam OS for tablets or... They hinted at a controller, but they wouldn't just announce a controller. It it's would it's be hard more to imagine that. a controller that would actually make PC gaming uh, hardcore gamers happy, because so many of yeah. them, like they'll, they'll at most they'll use like a 360 controller. Most of them, but they have allowed prefer keyboard and mouse. They have allowed the 360 controller to become the standard controller. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I don't know. I know they've been researching input. Methods mm-hmm. for a long time, but I don't know what could be so amazing that they held it for Friday for the making last their own connect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would be disappointing. Uh, it works with Oculus Rift. That would be less disappointing. Yeah, See, something about like motion control. Oh, lame. Motion control paired with VR goggles. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Two horrible technologies that taste <laughs> great together. VR is not horrible. Have you uh, used a Rift? Oculus it used to Rift be. Makes no, me yes, nauseous. okay. Oculus Rift, I love. Every other form of VR ever has been yeah. awful. It was all terrible. It was it was all terrible. But especially the one on Mad About You. <laughs> it was yes. in 1994. You're right. Look it up, kids. Go on <laughs> I YouTube. Was four years old. 
It was Mad About You 1994 right. Virtual Reality. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know what it is. I get I have lots of predictions. Controller, mobile OS, uh, uh Half Life Three. I don't know. Uh, Left 4 Dead Three. Uh, Maybe a better Steam app so I can do more than just look at what my friends are doing. Still buy yeah. things. I mean, for for uh, for iOS, it's not particularly revolutionary. Yeah, not really a last. Uh, not last really. Day. Not really a no. big last well, day announcement. That's the weird thing I see about like We're what brings. That's it. Here. I know it. Gabe Newell's coming out of the closet. Yay! <laughs> Finally, yeah, I'm actually, Steam OS plus Steam OS. I'm actually. Skinny. I mean, come on. He's like, yeah. I'm overweight. <laughs> and everybody gasps. <laughs> no, not you. <laughs> I'm Real name. throwing so stones at it is a glass house <laughs> from my glass house. I, I do wonder because what I really want to happen. I work in a business where everybody slams like mobile. That's not real gaming, and like that's not really fair. It's just starting. But if you could stream every game in your Steam account on a mobile platform, that would be awesome. And I'm, but then I wonder what is Apple's incentive to allow Which them to do that? Nvidia Shield. Mm. Is kind of doing. And mm. Is that out now? Because I saw a review. I so. They were okay. giving them they away at the it. Nvidia panel. At wow! PAX. Shit! I should have gone to I that. I know, right? You got raffle tickets it's, when it's, you went, and they were just giving man. them away. It's a I missed out. It's a vaguely cool device. And the Titan too. The Titan. But, but GX it only seems that. like that device could be replaced by anything if you're not involved in software. Yeah. Well, I, I sit I'm next not interested to, in it. But. I sit next to Maximum PC, their staff at work, and I remember. Like a, a couple months ago, them talking about like the shield. What is it? What is it? Who is this even for? And I still feel that way. Like Logan was really skeptical, and he actually reviewed one and and kind of liked it. I I'm still I haven't used one, but I don't get it. Like it's it's basically can, like can, a little tablet attached to a controller that streams. Mm-hmm. I'm explaining to the audience that streams uh, games from your PC. Yeah. When you're, could, in the, when you're in the house. Which I could just be playing on my PC, so I don't yeah. get it. It's like, all it does is change the context of where I am and how big the screen I'm and looking at is. And how your position. You could be lying down. It's like, right. it's like the, Wii U, the Wii U gamepad, so but for a PC. Yeah, PC gaming has not had a legitimate solution for people who need to take a shit. Ever. That's true. That's true. Ever. Yeah. That's true. Well, Logan has like a projector set up, and he says he lies in bed and just like plays games that are like projected on as well. Yes, at a lower frame rate with oh, well, absolutely. Visuals, uh, with a little bit of lag, a couple of missing frames. I'm not going to have. My dad sets up an HD uh, projector every Halloween so we can watch Nightmare Before Christmas in our front yard. That's a Christmas movie. Wonderful. Yeah. That is a Christmas movie. <laughs> it is. Uh, we watch it and we set up bales of hay so people can come sit on it. They don't even have a... St- that's That makes sense They right don't even have a song about it being Halloween in that movie. This is Halloween. Oh. <laughs> but it's about their town, so it doesn't really count. It's true. Let's move on. I'm about to fall uh, asleep. Oh, yeah. Okay, other news. Uh, Dan Hauser said he might do a sequel to Bully. The day he did say he did, that. He said you that. You like Bully. I would play that 100%. In an I'm interview with, uh, right In an interview with Polygon, he said, uh, when they asked about it, uh, he said, well, hopefully, you never know. There's a lot of directions I could go with that one. It's funny. Oh, um, well, that's a... Not stupid. He's just <laughs> saying he's doing it. Fine. Well, he said he said he's open to doing it. It might be happening. We he's don't know. Like the president. Yeah. There's a lot of directions that could well, go. Well, he's not going to tell them uh, how I'm doing it. Yeah, I loved Bully. I can't wait to play Bully too. What the hell? Yeah. 
not a lot of other news this week, so let's just move on to the community segment. GOT Dub. This is the community segment. Mm. Is community, um, is commuting right Boxing now. Marco wanted a shout out. Boxing Marco for the win. Boxing right. Marco wasn't at PAX, so Boxing I'm angry Marco, at you should have been at PAX for the you one of the first times. You're I awesome. Not, I did not see Boxing Marco at PAX. I know, it was so sad. He drew me once with my pants off. I love that man. Nice. Okay, well that's weird. <laughs> he drew me as Kratos. That it was, was awesome. I was Scrooge McDuck, so he had to uh, censor my dick. Last week's question of the week was uh, what's your most interesting launch line story mm. uh, first answer was Stabby Joe uh, Skyrim was the only launch line I've been in the game store was inside a mall style building on the ground floor close to the entrance I was close to the front while the second half of the line went outside into the extremely heavy rain being the nerdiest the to get there line? early clearly mm. helped that day Cool story, bro. Oh, wait. So I used to work at GameStop. Oh, yeah. You, you weren't here last week. Tell your so, story. So, yeah, I wasn't here last week. I used to work at GameStop for a, a while. And uh, every fucking Call of Duty launch, we had like 300 people show up at our store. Jesus. Which is a lot of people. Yeah. And so in order to make it more interesting, you know, we we'd do like challenges and obstacle courses and and whatever the fuck we could think of so we made people eat super spicy stuff and go bobbing for butter was one of them it was <sighs> super it was super weird for i don't remember, t-shirts i don't remember yeah for fucking i think we gave away headsets and controllers or whatever but it was just for lame stuff that we're just like well what are we going to do to keep these 300 people Interested, so they don't fucking riot in the morning. Uh, yeah, that was always fun. Sounds like a nightmare. The Call of Duty launches. Sounds like a nightmare. Yep. Fucking nightmare. Fucking nightmare. I remember I was just going down the street. Nightmares about fucking. Oh yeah. I made people tell me jokes, and then I would give them free stuff. I was I was walking down Market Street, and I just <laughs> saw a line, and I'm with my lady friend, and I just walk over, and it's like the line led me to a GameStop I didn't know existed next to my house. It, I've wow. been I, after living here for like four years. I sure that's not a dream on you had Street? once. No, but it, that's how long the line was. It was. Oh, it Jesus. was like it was really, really. It was like two two blocks long or something like that. Is it the one on Powell Street? Not the new one, but the because um, that's the major store in San Francisco. Yeah, well, they opened the major store. It was before that. They had another one in Union Square where I dare not travel because I'm not a fucking yokel tourist out there gawking at the Macy's <laughs> building. Yeah, I'm better than that. Yeah. I go there when I need to go to Macy's. Uh, who needs to go to Macy's? We just went there the other week. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that where the cookie got sheets a, came from? I got from? a colander and two cookie sheets. Wow, yep. tell us more. Yeah. Can you name it Colander two Cooper? Cookie sheets, yes. <laughs> colander Cooper? Cooper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also got uh, oven mitts. Yeah? I got oven mitts. Mm-hmm. That is those. So cool. Super exciting. We still need a salad bowl. Do Why we? are we talking about this Sound in the air? That's Question so of the week. boring. Midnight launch line Zipaw says, uh, at the midnight launch, I was 21st. Gay mail, by the way. We were corrected from last week what? when you were saying that uh, he was a she. Zipaw's a girl? No, Zipaw's a gay male. Oh. I was, what did I say? You sound disappointed. I was joking. <laughs> I thought it was a girl. I got congratulate really him for his forthrightness. I was joking. I, we didn't have to out the guy. I know. He, uh, he outed himself on Twitter. Okay. To, to us both. Good on you, Z-Pop, but um, I wish you were a girl. I'm glad he's a gay man. Whatever. One more place Men. for my dick to go. 
with. <laughs> what? Right. I have a dick. I just came out. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, I I did, unfortunately. The gorgeous Z-Paw mm-hmm. says, uh, at the midnight launch, I was 21st for the Wii. Turned out they had 20 systems. I was living in the middle of nowhere, so my hopes were pretty much gone. But I learned that the other store getting some uh, had an open... Uh, was opening at normal at 8, at 8 a.m. I can't read. Uh, I managed to snag System 7 of 11 from them. Played the hell at uh, the glorious Twilight Princess. I was also first in line um, of a couple hundred uh, for Modern Warfare 2. Waiting in line for uh, Assassin's Creed 2 and Left 4 Dead 2. The line was small enough. Sorry, Ann. And the store, cool enough at the GameStop, uh, they, they opened an hour early and let us mingle in the store. And it, but I... Sig at the bottom is what I wanted to get to. You should be re- reading Invincible by Robert Kirkman. It rivals, Obviously. perhaps beats the awesomeness of The Walking Dead. Invincible, fucking is yes. Fucking awesome. Why isn't people? Sh- everybody should be reading Invincible. Invincible but I did work a Modern Warfare Two launch. You did. There were five hundred people that showed up to our Jesus store. Good God. Yeah. So we did. We were not. We weren't. No, it was in Santa Rosa, but it wasn't a mall location. Mm -hmm. They were just lined up in a parking lot. Really? Yeah, they were filling the fucking parking lot. Five hundred people in a parking lot. It was about four hundred and fifty, but still. What? (sighs) And fucking some douchebag sprayed cheese whiz all over my car. It was terrible. What? All over my driver's side. It was horrible. What? Because he, he didn't get the prestige suppressor? I don't know what he was... Colin, Oscar Mike, Frosty Sting. People are just douchebags, so I had to go get, get my the, car washed. The shit stick 3000. It's horrible. <laughs> people are monsters. All right, who do I hand this to? Anyone. You can hand it to me. There you go, Angela. Majora's Mask gift. Look at that. That's so nice. Uh, BVT says, I was at GameStop for the midnight release of Modern Warfare 3. Mm. Oh, good on ya. I was. Th- I got there at around 10 p.m. and the store was packed with people waiting. At around 11:30, they started to form a line to the back of the store, so everyone. I'm keep getting distracted by this GIF. Damn it! So everyone could get the game in an orderly fashion. <laughs> then at around 11:55, in walks a group of about a five or six thuggish-looking guys. I'm not profiling. I just knew them from town, and they were certainly some serious. They were trouble. Douchebags. Mm. He has troublemakers, but then he crossed it out and wrote douchebags. Hmm. Um, they take one look at the massive-looking line weaving through the store and stroll all the way to the front of the line. Since their gang ain't nothing to fuck with. So, uh... Alright, well... The sweaty nerds in the front of the line were more than happy to let them Aww. bump in front of about 80 people. There were only 80 people at your launch?! For Modern Warfare 3? Jesus. She worked there. In front of 80 people in line and walked out with a game each within 10 minutes of walking into the store. Needless to say, I felt pretty annoyed None and of these amused afterwards. Seeing Revenge of the Nerds, all they had to do was play an electric violin and they would have showed those guys. <laughs> okay, for, Eight, the, for the record, were I you watching that the other night? I totally heard that song. Okay. Walking <laughs> well, by. I think he was watching that clip because... Uh, I want to read one, actually. Uh, Panzer DSS says, I waited in line to get a PSP while I was in college at the University of Texas in Austin. When I had gone in to pre-order the PSP, Robert Rodriguez, the director, had his assistant call to reserve a couple. While waiting in line on a cool March night, I met devs from NCSoft. Wow. 
There were about 12 to 15 people there, but it took me two hours to get my PSP since they were only letting the one only letting one person into the store at a time. Afterwards, I went to the library to study with my then girlfriend, who didn't care. <laughs> I bet she didn't. How's that PSP treating you? Girlfriends though? never care. <laughs> Probably That's not great. True. How's that Crisis Core? Oh yeah, pretty great, right? Yeah, the best Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Except for 13. Actually, that's probably the only one I've finished. Actually, I'm just talking up my ass. It's the only one I've ever finished. This one is entertaining. All right. Uh, Raccoon Hall has... uh, Raccoon Hail, sorry. Uh, Hail the raccoon. Hail raccoon. Does the raccoon have a fan? Has a bit of a story. Uh, Standing in the line for the StarCraft II release at 11.59, I saw a young boy around 13 or 15... Uh, parenthetical. Young people all look the same now. Nervously, I agree. I, I, they yeah. all look the same to me. People will be it's like, true. what do you think my kid, because they know I work at a thing that involves video I'm games. The worst at what do you think ages. my kid is like? And, they, and they'd be like, uh, uh, how old is he? And he? He's eight. I don't I don't know what that means. You're like, can you bring him in here? And you look at him and he just looks like a pile of circles with a face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what eight means. Like, is he doing algebra? I don't Future, I don't know. future school shooter. Can he drive? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what does an eight-year-old do? Anyway, uh, nervously slide up to the front of the store, grasping for courage as he was about to announce something to the whole store. Knowing that the game's plot had leaked online earlier this day, thanks, Games Radar, I fully expected <laughs> oh, a Snape... Fucking Games Radar. Which game was this for again? Starcraft, Starcraft 2. Two. Oh. I, I fully expected a Snape Kills Dumbledore. Uh, spoiler, Rainer saves Kerrigan because you know none of us saw that coming. Moment from this little shithead. Sure enough, he began saying at the end of the game, dot dot dot, but was immediately and forcefully interrupted by a 20-year-old standing in line shouting, There is a mini-game for fisting your mom's asshole. (laughs) The guy proceeded to shout at the kid about his mother's asshole and the vile things he would do to it until the kid ran from the store. For someone who was (laughs) sleep-deprived and had played far too many online games, to see such behavior translated to real life was slightly amusing. I did feel sorry for the kid. But that is kind of what happens he when you troll people cool. in real life and are not Mike Grimm. Yep, when yeah. you're not anonymous. He just wants to be cool, like that guy who said Snape, Snape kills Dumbledore and everybody. He's like, you bitch. All right, last one uh, from Crepe Crisis. I missed the Wii launch, but the Walmart in my town got so many calls asking when they would get more Wiis that they ended up doing a launch line, uh, doing a launch line setup for their second shipment. Unfortunately, that second shipment came on the morning that I had chemistry and biology tests. Any pre-med student would tell you that back-to-back science tests are bad enough, but now I'll miss my second shot at a Wii? No, I will not. All worth it. I got to Walmart around 10 p.m. with my folding chair, backpack, and chemistry notes. I studied a little, slept a little, and tried my hardest to ignore the kid ahead of me who kept talking. At about 7.30, my dad came and relieved me so that I could take my first test, and a family friend showed up at 8.30 to actually make the purchase. I then spent all day studying biology, getting an A and a B, and a Wii! In hindsight, <laughs> hindsight being 2020, I should have never bought a Wii at all, but Nintendo for life. Fucking congrats to you. Yeah, there's no lesson learned there. No. Nope. I showed up to the Wii U launch. Dave Rudden caught me. All right, new question of the week. Uh, this podcast comes out the same day as Grand Theft Auto V Online, 
So in honor of that, what's the first thing you're going to do? I mean, past the tutorial stuff, when you're given full control, mm-hmm. what will you do? And what have you done? Mm-hmm. How have you spent your, your, your first moments as a custom character in Los Santos? Tell us. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. Uh, go to Lasertime Show Discussion. Tell us there. The first person to answer gets read on the show first. Or go to vidigameapocalypse.com and look for the article for episode 35. Comment under there. I do like that moment from the trailer when people, uh, like 12 people, jump off Mount Chiliad on oh. bikes with rainbow parachutes. Yes. Man, I'm looking forward to many moments like that. Mm. Unfortunately, I can't say what the first thing I did was because as we're recording this, it's not out. But we'll share our stories next week when we read yours. I know. I went to the future. I saw what you did. It was weird, man. It was weird. Yeah. You shouldn't have done that. So you many prostitutes. Freak. Yeah. I should stop time traveling. It's fucked up. But anyway. I went around to all the prostitutes no one, and honked no at them. And happen. when they started to walk toward my car, I drove off. Dude. High speed. What? Yeah. You are I never saw it coming. You wild man. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's our show. Let's get some plugs out of the way real quick. You can follow the show at VG Apocalypse. Follow me personally at Wikiparas, both on Twitter. Somebody else go. Uh, apparently Laser Time turned two years old last Woo! week. Uh, I didn't even know. Had to be informed of that. Um Happy two-year anniversary to Laser Time. Happy birthday. We've got at least 96 episodes for you to enjoy. <clears throat> at two years old, we can kind of like stumble around the living room and like yeah. push on buttons we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. It's expected to walk, cause right? That's pretty mm-hmm. much what that show is going to do for its whole lifetime. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know what two-year-olds It will. It, it's a tiny, stumble tiny around. zombie. Throw up and sometimes pee where it's It's a not tiny little to. zombie slash Roomba that just bounces off of walls yeah. and does it's like things a puppy. inappropriate. Shitty puppy. <laughs> shitty, shitty uh, puppy. Tyler shitty underscore puppy. wild on Twitter. Uh, frontman of shitty puppy. Um, <laughs> and go to pizzagamer.com. We're doing some weird stuff and spending a lot of money, so you might want to see it. And shitty puppy is like my favorite 90s shit dust rail band. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Thank uh, you for laughing, Chris. Industrial uh, <laughs> is great. Uh, I'm at BDR and Lewis on Twitter, and this week we have a ton of stuff coming out all about Assassin's Creed because we had a big event. Oh shit! I was going to ask yep, you about that. Didn't we'll have even to talk, talk about, about it that. next week. I played a ton of hours of Assassin's Creed Four, so check out the Ubi blog, and you'll find out exactly what me and my boss thought about Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag. All right, that's our show, everybody. Thanks for listening. See you next week. That needs to be scratched. I don't Angela. like that Uncle Mario. It just sounds like Sleepy Duke. Uh, Mario. Oh, call the Uncle. Oh, <laughs> Please don't. He's Why did you have to call cure. attention to that? I'll never be able to perform now. Have it's, one voice. It's your only voice. <laughs> uh,